Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. Got a great female entrepreneur and CEO. I've been looking forward to this interview from a great WordPress company that's got a long history in WordPress. We have Hannah, the CEO of Fry Themes. We're going to be discussing um, Fry Themes, where it's positioning itself. Also, Hannah, a couple of years ago, did the great microconf speak um, presentation about you know, being a mind reader of your clients, I watched it. It's an excellent presentation. We're going to be discussing, we're just going to be discussing everything to do with Fry Themes and about WordPress in general and entrepreneurship. It should be a great discussion. Before we go into the main meat and potatoes of the interview, I've got a couple quick messages from our major sponsors. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations, and on the pro plans, malware scanning and auto fix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. Com. We're coming back. Um, I just want to point out that we've got some great special offers from our major sponsors. Plus, if you're looking for recommendations around a Pacific plugin, I provide a list of plugins and WordPress services that I that I recommend and I we use in our company. Um, to get all these goodies and recommendations, all you have to do is go over to WPTonic slash deals, WPTonic slash deals, and you can get them all there, folks. So, Hannah, um, let's go straight into the interview. Um, maybe you can give some background of yourself and how you started with Fry Themes and how long have you been the CEO of Fry Themes? Yeah, um, thank you, Jonathan. First of all, excited to be here. Uh, I'll I'll give a short overview of how I arrived at Thrive Themes because it's a very atypical parkour. But I think that's actually the interesting thing about entrepreneurship, right? That everybody arrives at a different uh, a different way, and that there's not just one path to get there. So um, I actually studied fashion. Uh, so I have a degree in fashion business. I was a shoes buyer for six years, but I've always been very interested by everything that happened on the internet and and e-commerce and just in general, like online marketing. Uh, 
And so I was studying by myself online marketing. I was following all the, the American websites, even though I was living in France at the time. And I had my own side business where I was selling online courses and I was using Thrive, Thrive Content Builder at the time on my website. And at one point, I received an email and newsletter from Shane, uh, the co-founder of Thrive Teams, telling that they were looking for marketing apprentices. And that's three months in Barcelona, um, coming to work for the company with the potential to uh, stay at the company. And at the time, I just uh, got laid off from, from my job. I was doing the whole online entrepreneur thing for about a year, I think. And I was like, yeah, this is a great opportunity to learn uh, from somebody that I really admire. So let's go. So I applied and I got accepted for the apprenticeship, became uh, Shane's apprentice for three months. And, and after a couple of weeks within the apprenticeship, he was like, hey, please stay with the company. And uh, three months later, I became head of marketing, actually, for our teams. And so that's been almost seven years now. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's been um, pretty wild. And then um, been head of marketing for three, three and a half, four years. And I started to wonder what the next step would be and, and where I could go from there. And um, at that point, Shane was like, you know what? I'm actually looking to do something else. How about you take over the company? <laughs> and, and I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> so um, yeah, that's that's about three years ago now. Uh, so that's um, yeah, that, that's kind of how that happened. So I think I just generally am very curious and put my nose into everything. So rather than just keeping it to marketing, I would look at what's happening in support, what's happening in design, what's happening in all the other departments of the company. And so it became, um, yeah, almost a, a, a logical progression, I would say, to to become CEO. Right. Um, that's fantastic. That's an interesting story. We could go um, a long time in just that story. Um so, but let's move on. So, Fry Themes, you know, you seem to position yourself in the e-learning membership area. It's a it's a very competitive sector, large sector, but um, but extremely competitive. Not only in the WordPress sector, but with a number of well-established and well-funded SaaS-based competitors. Mm-hmm. What do you think, you know, obviously that was part of your presentation at MicroConf, um, um, where part of your presentation, what do you think Fry Themes brings to the table um, for the entrepreneur that wants to build a business in the membership e-learning space? You know, they're looking at a number of different solutions, you know, um, mm-hmm. So what do you think Fry Themes really provides that maybe some of the other competitors don't? Only a slightly difficult question, Hannah. <laughs> slightly difficult. Uh, I'm, I'm happy you sent the questions up front, so I had a minute to think about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not that cr- I'm not that cruel, am I? I, I don't. <laughs> um, no, it's actually, I, I mean, it's it, totally right. It is a It is a very crowded space, and it seems to be, becoming more crowded every every day of the week right um and the truth is that we actually had an an first version of what now is thrive apprentice the plugin 
we had a very first version as a feature in one of our themes. So that's from years and years ago, where we saw already the opportunity for entrepreneurs to easily create an online course, rather than just having to like create separate blog posts and then link blog posts together and like that kind of stuff. And then at one point within the company, we actually wanted to have our own university. And it's actually called Thrive University now, where we grouped all the different courses that we had and all the um, different opt-in offers and so on. We wanted to make one offer for our customers. And so we started developing Thrive Apprentice as actually an internal tool that we needed for our own company as a marketing um, asset. So it really was with the idea of offering a very easy way for people to use online courses as free lead magnets. So that is really how how Tribe Apprentice started. And then the more we went into that, uh, the more we saw an opportunity to also offer a completely visual editable um, environment for online courses because Thrive Architects, our flagship product, Thrive Theme Builder, our visual editable theme builder, that technology allows to create a completely visual editable school. And so have it so that it really fits your brand and so that it becomes this this experience for the customer where they don't feel lost. So I think that was one of the biggest opportunities with um, what's happening in the SaaS space is that a lot of people... They have their WordPress website and then they send people off to Teachable or they send people off to Mm -hmm. another SaaS platform. And it's just like that disconnect. It's not your branding. It's not your, it it just feels, feels a bit weird. And, and so that's already like the the first thing, right? Why, why we love WordPress and why we love having an e-learning on WordPress. And then on top of that, adding the flexibility of our visual editing to it um, really allows to make the whole experience conversion focused so i think it's it's what's what sets us apart is that we don't just have an 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 lms tool but that we have the whole suite of tools that really allows people to create a sales page and then a login page and their online school and their courses and that everything really like interconnects and and looks the same and is part of of the online business And the reason that we kept going into the online learning space was because our audience has always been solopreneurs, coaches, consultants, Mm -hmm. and online courses is just such a big opportunity that we couldn't not offer that anymore because our customers were just asking so much for it where, um, yeah, they they were like, hey, how how can you say that we have have an online business and, and you know, we're these solo entrepreneurs, but you don't give us an easy way to, to sell online courses. So, yeah, I think the, the so the visual, the visually editable is really what, what makes it shine. Um, the flexibility. So, yeah, we have like a drip schedule with, that allows for cohort courses and every possible <laughs> version of drip that you can imagine so that people really can adapt it exactly the way they want to. So it can look the way they want it and it can fit their business. Um, and then, yeah, together with the other tools, it allows to have this seamless experience for customers, which is really important. That's great. Um, I just want to put this as a sub-question. Um, it's only my observation. Um, I've got the deepest respect for Shane. Um, he's one of the one of the more memorable people that I've interviewed a couple of times. It's been quite a while since I last interviewed Shane. 
but I, I, he's always on my radar. Um, Fry Themes, um, my attitude to it is, it's been very similar to Access Alley, Ally and Natalie. Natalie's a fantastic entrepreneur as well. Um, but problem with me with Fry Themes is that it was a, it was trying to be a, a walled garden, a uh-huh. bit like Access Alley. And I have a slight problem with that um, because to me, you, you're, and I understand it completely, but uh, my observation recently of Fry Themes is that you're trying to break away from what I call is a, a, a WordPress kind of wall garden solution. Yeah. Um, would I be correct in that observation? And um, yeah. have you have you been thinking about this and discussing this internally? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the The truth is that when the company was started, which eight nine years ago now, the the level of visual editing that we had on Thrive Architect or Thrive Content Builder at the time just wasn't very compatible with what was going on in the WordPress space. And so mm. at that point, it wasn't as much a choice of being a world of garden, but it was basically like, well, we're doing something that nobody else is doing. And so it becomes really hard to, to keep integration, like to make sure that you yeah. integrate with all the other tools because they just don't work at all the way we work. <laughs> and <that laughs> slight, slight, slight problem, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. And, and, at the time, it, it really allowed to do something very revolutionary, but it also put us on this path of not having an easy way afterwards to make everything backwards compatible or once the tech was kind of more more in line with what we were doing to easily integrate. So last year, we spent, um, actually over the last two years, of last year and a half, two years, We've spent a lot of time refactoring most of our codes to make it API driven um, and then to to create Thrive Automator and to, uh, to make that for free on the WordPress repository. And those are just a couple of initiatives in and that we are expanding, that we're continuing expanding on that allow other tools to now integrate much easier with us and also for us to integrate much easier with other tools but so to make it way more of this uh, two-way communication system because that like we do realize like you can't be everything to everyone and it's like we 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 want to play nice <laughs> with, with with the other tools in the in, in the wordpress space and so that's where yeah we've spent actually most of 2022 on this effort of making everything API driven, of making sure that um, yeah people can now hook in with us, and and if they tell us how to do it, we can hook in with them, and we will continue um, the, these efforts. So for like I said, with Thrive Automator, it really makes it now much easier to be like, okay, if something happens in Thrive Apprentice, then do this in another plugin. If, if something happens in another plugin, then do this add people to my online courses and like that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I would say that it's uh, it's one of those historical things that we kind of had in the company and that caused mm. a lot, a lot of effort to quote unquote fix. 
Um, and well, then, probably fix isn't the right word because yeah. because it just things change. It's technology, isn't it? It moves well, on, doesn't it? Um, yeah. So my next question before we go for our break is kind of linked. You know, recently another WordPress entrepreneur that I really admire, like Shane and Natalie, is Nick Roach, um, the founder of Divi. He uh, recently did a very long public announcement um, that Divi was really transforming itself um, and was really going to integrate itself into Gutenberg. And seems to me what they're suggesting is going to be a Gutenberg library, but with the Divi interface with extra functionality designed to its community, which it, um, Nick and know so well. Um, is this something else that you've been discussing, how Fry Themes deals with the realities of Gutenberg? Has that been a, a discussion that's been going on in Fry Themes? Obviously, that, that's a discussion, right? Like, we, we look what's going on in, in the overall WordPress space, and then we see where, where do we fit in and at what point does it make sense to um yeah to to more deeply integrate or whatever um right now like that is not we haven't decided to go that way we haven't decided to go that path to go all in on Gutenberg any got any um why you've decided that or would you rather not to give some insight about why you it seems a slightly because you seem to be suggesting that you're you're dealing with the integration question through a, mm -hmm. a, a API where Nick is really thrown Divi's hat into Divi um, into Gutenberg, um, the future of Divi with Gutenberg. Are you saying that you think you you've gone the API route and you just want to observe the situation a bit longer? Yeah, like last time, so we we have um, block integrations or or for for some of our plugins in in the Gutenberg editor, and when we looked at that, it, yeah, it's just we would have to give up a lot of functionality, which at this yeah. point we're not willing to do. So we're keeping an eye on Gutenberg. We're seeing how it evolves, and if at some point we feel like the yeah, like like it would be a good choice for our customers, then um, we might go down that road. But so far, we've never felt like it would be a better choice for people to um, to use Gutenberg over our page builder. So was you um, just was you was you at all surprised at Divi's um, announcement and how they're thrown in? Because Nick. I've always admired Nick. I, I felt that he's built a tremendous business. I wasn't totally surprised because uh, I think either you go the Alamator route, um, which is the hundred-pound gorilla. You know, um, fantastic team, but they've they have decided to go their own quasar SaaS platform solution route, or you've seen. Or you seem to have to decide 
to go what Nick has done with Divi, um, where you seem to be suggesting that you're just waiting it out to some extent, um, which is totally understandable because it's a very it's a very interesting time, isn't it? Would you agree with what I've just outlined? Either you go with the animator or a separate kind of quasi WordPress SaaS solution, or you might have to look at what Nick has done with Divi. Yeah, and maybe there still is a middle ground, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right, um, we're going to go out for our mid-break. It's been a fascinating discussion. Um, we will be back in a few moments, folks. Hey, it's Spence from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with LaunchFlows. Get your copy today. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back. We've had a bit of discussion about Gutenberg, all sorts of things, haven't we? But um, before we go into the second half of this great interview, I just want to point out, if you're um, a WordPress professional and you're looking for a great hosting provider, look at WP Tonic. If you're looking to build a membership website or a learning management system for a client, we are the choice. We offer great hosting, a suite of plugins, so you don't have to get into any arguments with your clients. We also provide a fantastic affiliate package where you get over 40% of the first year hosting bought by your client through WP Tonic. To get that, go to WP Tonic Affiliates and sign up and become an affiliate of WP Tonic. It's a great package. So let's go in. So um, what's it like, you know, Shane? He's he's one of the most interesting founders I've interviewed. Um, really sharp um I'm not being patronising here. He's a really sharp cookie. And he's an interesting dude in general. Um, I'd imagine it's been quite a ride working for the Fry <laughs> Thieves. Got, he, uh, got one or two interesting stories that will shine the light on what it's like to work with Shane. <laughs> um, yeah, that is that is an interesting one. Um, it's... So first, like I'm, I'm so happy that I, I got to like learn from Shane and work with him directly and and very closely because I learned so much uh, from him, especially on on video marketing, but also on just like his his general mindset. I think it's it's uh, it's tremendous, and even 
even today, like he's a he's a dear friend, and and um, we we meet up regularly, uh, even even though he's not like in the company anymore. But um, yeah, it's it's always interesting to hear what what he's up to. Um, I think one of the first stories would probably be like one of the first times that I that I saw Shane, which was when he came pick us up at the airport in in, in Barcelona for that apprenticeship. And I remember that he was wearing shorts and these bare feet shoes, um, and and he looked like 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 a boy. I, I was like, oh, he's way younger than than I thought he was, and then way less. You know, on the videos he can be very serious, and he usually wears like a. His, his blue shirt and whatever uh, in real life he's not like that <laughs> and so I was like oh okay this is this is interesting to see uh, the on-screen personality and then the in real life and that apprenticeship I think was it, it was probably like half marketing but also half personal development where we would have a meditation session um, before like right after lunch and before starting our um or, or first uh, or, or afternoon and so on. Um, so that was that was really interesting. Um, I yeah, I think another thing is just like he's he's really funny actually. <laughs> Once you get to know him, <laughs> he's uh, so we had we had a lot of fun at one point with uh, with the videos where at the end of the videos, so the marketing videos that he was doing for Thrive Themes, we would just ask a question. And these would be completely silly questions, like things like, "Oh, would you rather um, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses?" Like that kind of questions. And then he would just like go on on a tangent for like ten minutes <laughs> about. Oh, I, uh, Anna, I, I, I would never do that. Anna. Go on a tangent. Yeah, no, my tangents go on for twenty minutes. Anna. <laughs> <laughs> but but like this very structured thoughts of why he would rather combat one horse-sized dog and be like super serious about it. Um, and and yeah, that's just Shane. Like he will he he thinks about everything very very deeply and also very organized. And that was. That's probably one of the um, the best things that I learned from him and that many people learned from him because he had uh, talks about this and so on. It's like this clear thinking and, and really structuring your thoughts, which makes for really good educational videos because it is you're not rambling on. It's just like one thought, another thought, another thought, and everything is boxed in and everything is finished. Um, so yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I should get some coaching from him because my second name is Rambling. So there <laughs> we go. Uh, um, I think I've got a bit better in these interviews. Over six hundred of them. So there we go. Uh, um, so just kind of follow up question: Is there anything that comes to mind where you saw Shane dealing with a, a real mess, a real problem that came up that had to be urgently dealt with, and? Um, what did you learn about observing him in in crisis mode, dealing with something? Does anything come to mind? Um, I mean, there's, there's always like when when you manage people, there's there's always drama. There's always drama. There's always and and I think if there's if there's one thing that I really like picked up from him, it's that to not be emotional. Um, 
in in both ways. So, for example, in any um, in any management discussion with Shane, like we would say, like what's what's one thing you're good at, one thing you're bad at, what's one thing I'm good at, one thing I can improve upon. And so it was really this very um, non-judgmental feedback that would give each other. And so in any crisis situation, that's also how Shane would react. So, for example, at one point, this was years ago, we had like a price increase. And then what often happens is you have your price increase, you sell to everyone who's on the on the fence of buying, and then you have a drop in sales. And so after a couple of days of drop in sales, he was like, okay, so what happens? Like, what are we going to do if this doesn't pick back up? Um, and then we were just like very analytical. So it wasn't like, oh my God, no, I'm not going to be able to pay salaries, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was just very much like, okay, this is what happened. This is where we are now. How can we tackle this? What is plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D? Because and and Shane would have one until plan plan Z, you know. <laughs> so so he would he he really has this capacity of just think through things mm. and make worst case scenarios for for everything, um, and then be prepared also for those worst case scenarios. So I think that's that's yeah one of one of the advantages um, of working with him is that you're you're never gonna be in like this crisis mode in the sense of like oh my god everything's on fire uh, what the is going on right um it's more gonna be like hey this is where we're at this is not good how are we gonna solve this um and so yeah that's that's like his approach to to things yeah I, I, your observation is i would you obviously you know him a lot lot better than me mm-hmm. i've only interviewed him a couple of times but that kind of analytical side of him, it was very clear to me. Um, I'm a mixture, I, I'm an instinctive individual, but I have the capacity to also be analytical when I want to be, but not to the extent probably of him. Um, last question before we wrap up the podcast. Hopefully you can stay on for another 10 minutes, which we call bonus content, but wrap up the podcast, the show. I don't know if you watch English television and you ever watch Doctor Who. So if you had no. your... No. Well, <laughs> no, you, never been, all right, you might not be anything, but if you had the TARDIS stroke time machine and you could go back, um, let's say go back eight, ten years, let's say at the start of your working um, at Fryfeme and you could tell yourself one or two things that you know now, how would you advise yourself if you could go back 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, I'd probably tell myself um, to, yeah, to, to look less at what everybody else is doing and to listen 100% to your true fans and to just go in there. Because I think it is very easy to look at what's what's happening around and then get envious, um, especially with um, venture-backed capital and that kind of stuff where you're just like, oh, I really wish, you know, we could do this or that. So... 
I think um, the the idea of just staying focused um, rather than looking too much uh, to what's going on around is, is probably yeah one thing that I would advise. Yeah, it's a great reflection. Um, like I say, we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show, folks. We're going to continue. Well, I'm going to continue my discussion, Hannah, uh, um, for another 10, maybe 15 minutes, if you can put up with me and my rambling. Um, she, but she seems to be able to cope with me with the skill of an experienced CEO. I'm easy to deal with, actually, folks. I, I, you'll observe that every week, don't you? Uh, um so, Hannah, what's what's the best way for people to find out more about you, what you're up to and what Thrive Themes is up to? ThriveThemes.com is the best way to go. You can look at um, our blog or if not, we have a Facebook group, which is also for um, people who are already using Thrive Themes or are interested in what's going on. Um, there's a lot of people from the company in the group interacting, answering questions and a lot of other users helping each other out. So that's probably also a good place to be. Thanks, Anne. Um, If you want to support the show, um, go over to the YouTube channel, watch the rest of this great interview. Also leave a subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave us a comment. And if you're really, really generous in this pre-Christmas period, go over to iTunes and leave a review there. If you can work out how to leave a review on the iTunes interface, if you do that, I will personally read out the good or bad review because it's such they make it so bloody difficult that I admire that anybody leaves a review on iTunes. Uh, um, we're going to wrap it up now, folks. We will be back next week with a gr- another great interview. And then in the new year, we've got some changes for the WP Tonic show, which I think you're going to like a lot. We will be back next week, folks. See you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.